0: And welcome to Detention. Joining us this week for the entertainment edition of the Detention Podcast, we really only have one, the late, great Bob Barker.
1: <laughs> well,
0: you really don't even have him. So, yeah, I mean, he's dead. So it's going to be a short episode this week. We don't have too much to cover. Basically, just our episodic segments of bad movie plot guesses, unpopular opinion mm-hmm. events coming in the Midwest area. So it should be pretty quick. Uh, Give you guys a little bit of a break from Wednesday's episode. Yeah, Wednesday was was a little bit rough. Yeah, but you know, starting off here, Cody. So me and my fiance, we like to go to some places in the area. Okay. Um, (laughs) We were kind of walking around uh, Big Woods Lake. Okay. Yeah. And um, I just we were just kind of talking about some stuff, and I, I took her phone and I threw it into the lake, and she got mad at me. Fair. I'm never trying to sync her phone again.
1: Oh God! Sync as in? Oh my
0: God! Yeah, as in like sync up a phone. <laughs> Boy, that was uh, that was like a five second pause you had <laughs> that there. Was, that was rough. So I yeah. was so
1: confused at what the fuck you were talking about. Yeah,
0: she asked me to sync it, so I took it and I threw it in the lake. You know. Stupid jokes. dad yeah, jokes. That was, that was a good one. All right. So like I said, we're going to start off here with talking about uh, the late, great Bob Barker dying at the age of 99. He was almost there. I know. He was going to be turning 100 within the next couple of months or something like that. So he really was uh, getting up there. Um, obviously, best known for his 35-year stint on The Price is Right, Um Happy Gilmore? He was in Happy Gilmore uh, with The price is wrong, Adam Sandler. bitch. Yep. <laughs> um, Adam Sandler did come out after his death and made a statement saying that he was just a really cool dude. And they had at least kept somewhat contact after the movie for several years. And I think, I don't know, I don't know how many years ago it was, but they did like some type of sketch together on some award show. Oh, yeah. Where he played Billy Madison, or not Billy Madison. Happy um, Gilmore. Happy Gilmore again. And then Bob Barker played himself, and they were, like, in a hospital bed. It was kind of funny. Oh, um, I did
1: see that. I know exactly what you're talking about. I don't remember about.
0: how long ago that was. Um, he was also known for animal rights with, you know, spaying new to your pets because after his late wife died in the 80s, he took up her passion for, one, being a vegetarian, but then also, two, trying to promote animal rights activists and say that, you know, there's a huge epidemic in our country of too many animals and pets that they are suffering because of it. So we needed to help kind of control that population a little bit. So spay and neuter them. Um, I also learned this. Did you know that he was uh, part native American? No, he was born on an Indian reservation. Interesting. And he's part native American, obviously born in 1923. Uh, to a town of only 200 fucking people. So went from something super small to being a Hollywood legend and icon. So it's unfortunate of his passing, but obviously being 99 years old, it was going to happen someday. So there you go. Bob Barker.
1: Oh, <laughs> what comment did you say? Don't, this will be for us later. Oh, okay.
0: Sorry guys. You don't get to hear this one. One. Okay. All right, so then getting into it, bad movie plot guesses.
1: Let's do it, This is my
0: week. I do have a theme, so we'll see if you can pick up on the specific theme. So, popular kid fakes illness to tour home city.
1: Oh, this is Ferris Bueller's Day Off.
0: It is Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Good. I didn't know if you would get that one or not. Oh, that's a good movie. Yeah, very good movie. All right. Uh, Gaming nerd hacks government program and accidentally triggers possible nuclear war.
1: I've never seen this movie. I've heard of it, and I know what the theme is. It's the actor who plays, yeah. I can't remember his name right now, but uh, I I don't know what the movie is. So you no don't, guess?
0: You don't know what the movie is? No, I don't
1: know what the movie. Uh, is.
0: War Games. Okay, it's a it's a very good movie. Uh, and if you're wondering who the actor is, it's Matthew Broderick. Thank you. So, to
1: I know that's the theme because I know it. Yes.
0: Okay. This last one, you might, you probably be able to get heir to throne is cast away after father's death, only return to brutally kill his uncle.
1: Oh, I was going to definitely, I thought you were going to go with Inspector Gadget, but it's not that. Nope. It's not not
0: Inspector. Oh, that's right. He was Inspector Gadget. Yes. Ah, That movie sucked. (laughs) Say that again. Heir to throne is cast away after father's death only to return and brutally kill his uncle.
1: Was this Hamlet? Oh, you did not go with Lion King.
0: I did go with Lion King <laughs> based off of kind of Hamlet <laughs> or is it Macbeth? Which one was Lion King loosely based off of? I, I don't remember Shakespearean plays that well. I'm sure my fiance would be all the time. Ham-
1: it's Hamlet. Is it
0: Hamlet? Yeah. Okay. Uh. So Yeah. Lion King. Good what job. Is... He does kind of brutally kill his uncle. Well like, fair. he, like, lets him fall off a fucking cliff into fire. Like. That's fair. Pretty brutal. Anyway, it's oh. a good job. You got two out of the three.
1: I, I just never seen War Games, but I, I have heard of it. Because it's him and who's the actress that's in this? It's another big name actress?
0: Um It's uh, Ali Sheedy. Thank you. Who was in The Breakfast Club. Yes. So, and this is before Breakfast Club and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. Mm-hmm. Um, oddly enough by the same director, John Hughes, John Hughes. Really? Yeah. That's a John Hughes movie. Mm -hmm. All right. So, um, I would really highly recommend war games. It's I've heard it's good. It's decent. I mean, it's not bad. The concept is really good of like it being cold war. And then, you know, this is how close we are to cold war. Mm -hmm. It's a very good commentary on it, but yeah, I'd highly recommend it. Sweet. All right. Social events.
1: Yes. So changing things up a little bit. Okay, so not much. We have Sandwich Fair in Sandwich, Illinois, Okay, which I did not know was a place. From September 6th through September 10th, this Northeast Illinois Fair, held since 1888, features exhibits, entertainment, and music, plus harness racing, which... I don't know what that is.
0: Is it harness racing with humans, or
1: or horses, or cows, or pigs, or babies, or babies? <laughs> There's also tractor pulls and demolition derbies. So I don't. I thought this was going to be more sandwichy, like food. Oh yeah. But who knows? Held since 1888. Okay. Yeah. Uh, then we have the defeat of Jesse James Day. In Northfield, Minnesota, from September 6th through September 10th as well. In this college town south of the Twin Cities, there's a fine arts festival. Tractor pulls a bike tour. Reenactments of this favorite bank raid in a Sunday parade. My uh,
0: stepdad's related to Jesse James.
1: Nice. Yeah. I don't know why you would... uh, Honor... Yes, that's exactly the word I'm looking for. Thank you. I mean, he was just a bank robber. Uh, Right. Why would you honor that? That's criminal activity. How dare you? No, I'm not that much of a snowflake. I think it would be pretty cool to see, but... It's just the Wild West. Everyone loved the Wild West. Yeah. It was glorified Um, for a lot
0: of non-sensible reasons.
1: Speaking of, I actually just watched Tombstone again for the, the other day. Yeah? I totally forgot how good that movie is. You should watch The Assassination
0: of Jesse James. Okay. It's not good, but it's a movie about... Jesse James. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Team sounds a good movie.
0: should also watch, uh, I'm forgetting the name of the good. Young Guns. There we go.
1: Wow. Yeah. It took <laughs> me a while to get to that. You should, <laughs> you should also watch the two Young Guns movies. Uh, the last social event is not even a social event. All I have in all caps is watch football. Cause it's it finally is back. NFL well, it will be, yeah. NFL season is back. The college football season starts tomorrow. I mean, it technically started week zero last week, but it officially starts week one tomorrow, and then football starts on uh, technically Thursday, but Sunday football is happening. Let's do it. Yeah, just watch football. See so, the potato. So
0: not yesterday. Football will now start. It's the next Thursday, so it'd be like the seventh. That's when the first actual NFL game is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, Which I, is I, I'm because I always skip a week ahead. So yeah.
0: Yeah, So uh, it's with the uh, Detroit Lions and Kansas City Chiefs. I think that'll actually be a pretty good game. I think it will be, too. I hope it is a good game because, you know, I like I don't I shouldn't say I like, but I would like to see the Lions start off the season with a dub with a dub and then trying to continue that momentum and see if they can get to the playoffs.
1: Well, you know, what's awesome. Um, I, so because I always do this with this is definitely in the sports section, but fuck it. I always keep track of Iowa football players in the NFL, even during preseason. Amir Smith-Marset has been having himself a real good fucking preseason with The, the Kansas City Chiefs. Is he? Yeah.
0: Okay. The unfortunate news with that is that, and I'll probably talk about this more on Monday for the sports, is that two Iowa players were cut from the Texans. Was it King and Kirksey? Yep. Really? Both were cut. That's unfortunate. Which sucks. But, you well, know.
1: We'll talk about that again.
0: Oh, well, Kirksey's kind of old.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, any fun facts? Yeah. So this one's kind of gross, but interesting enough. So I'm looking at ghastly, like ghostly, like the British say. Okay. Medieval torture devices. There's five. So I'll touch on one that everybody knows and then two other ones. So the one that most people are aware of is the rack. Not I rack, the rack. Mm-hmm. During medieval times, being interrogated meant experiencing excruciating pain at one's body was stretched on the infamous rack. The operating premise was diabolically simple. Victims laid on their backs with arms extended while straps anchored to their hands and feet to opposite ends of the table. The torture began when the operator rotated rollers at each end in opposite... In opposing directions, at the very least, several joint dislocations occurred. At worst, limbs were ripped right off, and death would result. Even if the torture victim was subsequently released, he or she would often be incapable of standing erect since muscle fibers stretch beyond a certain point lose their ability to contract. Yeah. So, gross.
0: Getting stretched.
1: Yeah. The next one... The name in itself made me want to read it, is the Tongue Terror. Not like T-E-R-R-O-R, like T-E-A-R-E-R. Yeah, I can imagine Um, what it does. Self-explanatory in name, the Tongue Terror worked precisely as advertised, resembling a wire cutter with an eye bolt passing through its end grips. The victim's mouth was forced open as the Tongue Terror was employed after finding purchase of its slippery quarry. Oh man, they're descriptive. The eye bolt at the opposite end of the device was tightened ever so slowly until the tongue became completely detached from the horrified victim's mouth.
0: Mm. Yummy.
1: And do you want to hear about the pear or the lead sprinkler?
0: Oh, the lead sprinkler sounds interesting. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> okay.
1: With its innocuous sounding name, one might expect this one might expect to find this item gracing a formal garden, not doing the devil's handiwork in a dank dungeon. Shaped like a maraca, the lead sprinkler often molten lead inside a perforated spherical head. The torturer would simply hold the device over the victim and give it a shake. The resulting screams were the only music to come from this instrument.
0: Okay. All right. Yikes. That's, uh, you know, Spanish Inquisition shit. Um, there was another one. I don't remember what it was called. But basically, they'd have you sit on a beam that was angled.
1: Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. So
0: you a wooden beam that has a point to it, basically. So mm-hmm. you're sitting on a, a point already, so it's uncomfortable. But then they would tie weights to either side of your legs that are on either side of the uh, board mm-hmm. to the point where it's then literally starting to rip through you.
1: That's kind of what Vlad the Impaler did. Um, yeah. He, he put you on a pike and let gravity do its work. Mm-hmm.
0: It's interesting how creative people were just trying to either torture or kill, just because they had the time to do it.
1: Humans are messed
0: up. They didn't man. have to worry about you know excessive taxes like we do now, or uh, I don't know, driving, <laughs> <laughs> worrying about public plumbing. I don't know, <laughs> like that kind of shit must have never crossed their mind. So like you know what? we gotta kill the guy down the street. What's a new way to do this? Exactly. All right. Unpopular opinions. I'm going to start with mine first. Um, I think Red Delicious apples are the superior apple.
1: I don't really eat apples. Damn. But if I did, I'd typically go with the Granny Smith. I like the, I like the sourness. The tartness.
0: It. Yeah. See, to a, a degree, I can. I think those type of apples are better for, like, baking obviously. Yeah. I don't think you would want a red delicious apple in an apple pie. I don't think I've ever had one in a pie, but I know that's not using them. So who knows if they're actually good or not. I'm just saying raw apple, just eating in general, it's superior. And I know for sure. My fiance disagrees with me. She hates them, but I think I got this from my dad because he always got them when I was growing up, mainly because they're like the cheapest apple and he would eat them. But I think they're just great. They're, I think firmer than most apples, in my opinion. They don't get as soft as fast. They have a really good crunch and kind of uh, the skin kind of, I don't know, breaks and cracks and tastes better, in my opinion. See, that's the reason I can't eat apples is the,
1: the skin. skin takes forever to eat.
0: What do you mean takes forever it to just, eat? You chomp it up with the rest of it.
1: Yeah, but it just it doesn't go away. You just, you just keep chewing it. it. It just doesn't go
0: away. Are you just chewing the the meat in, away from the skin in your mouth? Apparently, I guess. Just eat it and swallow, man. <laughs> like, And I don't know. I like the taste of them better than most apples. They're just, there's just something about them. They're just so fucking good. And I, I, I can almost guarantee a few other people who are listening to this would also say, like, no, you're wrong, but fuck you. I don't care.
1: You're one of those people. You're one of those teachers.
0: I mean, literally, apple a day keeps a doctor away. I mean, during the summer, I didn't have too many apples, but every weekday throughout the school year, I have a fucking Red Delicious apple.
1: Love that for you. And I fucking love it. (laughs) I don't know, actually, how unpopular mine is, but I I feel like it might be. I think streaming services should not be allowed to have live TV.
0: Hot take, since we both have... Well, you don't have YouTube TV. Mm -mm. We have Hulu TV. Got rid of it. You did? Okay.
1: I think... It could be a good thing if all streaming services carried all channels like cable. My issue with streaming services is because there's so many, they break up different channels to watch. So for an example, with the NFL, my uncle is a huge NFL person, and he was complaining about it because he used to have DirecTV, which would have all the games for Mm -hmm. the NFL package. Yep. Well, now it's on Amazon Prime. It's on YouTube TV. It's on all these other streaming services, so you have to like purchase these services for the one thing he wants to watch. When cable had all the channels that you needed to watch it on, some of them may, maybe yes, you needed additional packaging like with Directv to get all the games, mm-hmm. but they at least had games you could watch. Granted, cable's stupid expensive, but it's gotten more expensive with the decline of cable purchases. Yeah, to make up for it, but they're just divvying out different channels to different streaming services. And I would rather just have it all in one. So for me, either all the streaming services need to carry all the TV channels or cable needs to be a lot cheaper
0: in order for it to make sense to afford to have it.
1: Right. Cause streaming services are great for like older TV shows and movies, but I'm uh, YouTube TV has pretty much everything I need.
0: And it has NFL network, which shows football games, all the different ESPNs that show right. football games.
1: Me personally, I would love cable free. Because, you know, that'd be awesome. I, I don't think a lot of people, at least a lot of people our generation, watch a lot of TV. They mostly watch different shows and movies. True. I and mean, if they do watch TV, it's only a specific thing rather I, than all I, of it. So I have why YouTube, pay for the full package? I
0: have YouTube TV for, depending, different presidential debates when it's election seasons for big ones, um, football. Sometimes basketball, if I want to watch the the NBA finals and stuff like that. Otherwise, I very rarely ever go on
1: it. Which is exactly why I stopped paying for Hulu. Because I was tired of paying $85 a month to watch a handful of games every week. If that. I would watch the Iowa games if I wasn't there. Mm -hmm. And that's summed up. What I watched. So, why would I pay $85 a month when I want to watch a game or two?
0: True. And I have a bunch of movies saved on YouTube TV. Right. Where it comes on, so it just auto-records it. And then I just have a huge library of movies that, again, I don't go in to watch. I did when I first got it.
1: Because mm-hmm.
0: that's mainly what I'd watch all the time. But, yeah. Now, I don't.
1: Now, I just use YouTube mainly. Mm-hmm. Or TikTok. So... That's why streaming services should not be allowed to carry TV. Cable no. should just be free. No. Too socialist of you. I know. Do something nice for the community.
0: Hmm. All right. Wrapping up this week's episode with This Day in History for September 1st, starting with the most recent and going back the furthest in time. In 2015, Pope Francis tells priests to pardon women who have had an abortion in a letter released by the Vatican. That is awesome. I know. Right? That steps forward. You got to think that was fucking eight years ago. Uh, 1984, not the book. <laughs> um, this is What's Love Got to Do with It? The single tops the charts, giving Tina Turner her first number one solo artist after leaving Ike Turner. So props to the now uh, deceased Tina Turner. 1969, Colonel Mudar Gaddafi deposes King Idris in the Liban- Lebanon. Libyan. Libyan. Latin, Lebanon, whatever. <sniffs> Revolution. In 1939, World War II starts when Germany invades Poland for attacking the free city of Danzig. Uh,
1: gotta love it. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, 1715, King Louis XIV of France dies after a reign of 72 years. He is the longest of any major European
1: monarch. I think, even with Queen Elizabeth?
0: Um, I think so. I think he still beats her out because she died, you know, late 90s, like 96.
1: No, she just died a couple of years ago.
0: Age, late 90s, Ah, 96. Got it. I think she was roughly around there and she didn't get it until she was like 25 or 26. So I think it puts her just under or maybe she just passed it. Who the fuck knows? Anyway, (laughs) fucking dead. Who cares? (laughs) Uh famous birthdays for today we have Zendaya the actress Dr. Phil TV host Barry Gibb the singer from the Bee Gees and then Lily Tomlin the actress
1: Time out Eric, mm-hmm. your last this day in history for you doesn't make sense What do you mean because it was a reign of 72 years in a in a non-real country how does that work
0: Oh are you talking about medieval France or Just kind France of, Yeah France
1: you say it's not a country. So how can he reign a country for 72 years when it's not a country?
0: So that that's null and <laughs> void in your book, right? Null and void? <laughs> well, I mean, he ruled something for 72 years. Uh, was it legitimate? I he, rule my life, does that count? Your life? Yeah. He, I rule it. I am in charge. You're right. He claimed to have control over a thing for 72 years. <laughs> you know, the Sun King. I think he was named the Sun King. <laughs> one of the fucking Louis were doesn't really matter cause he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> All right. That wraps up this week's episode for the entertainment edition of the detention podcast. Thank you everyone for listening. Please spread the word and encourage others to listen as well. You can follow us on Twitter at detention pod one, or you can send us an email at detention podcast, one at gmail.com. You can listen to the detention podcast on anchor, Spotify and Apple podcasts. And with that, your detention has been served.